everybody. Hi, guys. Welcome beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, Dan, a treasure was found at the local Desert Industries thrift store. You did some uh, some bargain shopping. <laughs> I found, found a book. Found yourself some some reading material yeah. for us. So we're gonna we're gonna go through a book. We're, we we are going to be introduced to biology. Mm, mm. What a tease, Dan. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Sexy. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, yeah, before we get to that, we should probably uh, do some stories. Do some stories, and maybe even talk about our beards, our faces, oh, Dan. Talk about our our our, uh, our clean faces, our uh, shaving routines. Yes, our various our uh, facial grooming, grooming uh, stuff. Sure, uh, you know what we're getting at is Harry's dot com. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me tell you something, Harry's. Uh, is for people is for men who want to shave, hmm. which should be everybody. Yeah, keep those necks and even if you're bearded, keep those necks and chin and cheeks clear. Yeah, you gotta you gotta, gotta look clean and presentable. You look, all it does is make you look better. Mm. If you don't want to look better, you don't deserve to be in society. <laughs> that is your entry point to society. Is looking better. Is looking better. Just look your best. You don't have to look as good as me. I'm obviously sort of apex sexy, <laughs> but other people uh-huh. can get closer <laughs> to apex get near, near yeah, your, you get, your, your impossible my, standard. Right. Exactly. Uh, the way you do this, you go to harrys.com slash TGIA. Mm. Don't forget the slash TGIA. That's that's, yeah, that's key. the most important part of this whole thing. <laughs> Uh, otherwise, we've been doing this for nothing. Yeah, you get your free uh, trial offer. Uh, this is going to include uh, a, the great handle. The, I don't know why we talk about it so much, but we love the handle. It's just, it just feels, feels good. Just feels really yeah. good in your hand. Weighted. It's an ergonomic weighted handle. You get mm-hmm. the five blade razor mm-hmm. with a lubricating strip mm-hmm. and a little trimmer blade on the back. I don't know if you use that, but it's got a little trimmer blade on the back. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Have I been doing it wrong? You've been not trimming. I've been coms wrong? You just haven't been using all of the things available to I'm you. I'm going to check that out. Do I it. Don't, I don't know how. What is it for? What does it do? A trimming blade? It's for, it's for like, like for instance, if if you shave all the way, uh-huh. but you want to get your sideburns nice and crisp, right? You turn that blade around. You use that one single trimming blade. Gorgeous. I'm okay. You're blown away. I'm absolutely blown away. You're flabbergasted. I I, I I've, <laughs> I've blown your mind. Uh, you're also going to get the rich lathering shave gel, which is lovely. Uh, which and the smell is. My favorite of all the shave uh, yeah. products that I've ever used. Yeah. Um, you get the travel blade cover. Mm-hmm. Um, so just make sure you go to harrys.com slash TGIA to redeem your offer and let them know that we sent you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it helps support the show. Absolutely. How? What could be better? It's All you're paying is shipping. And Clean face, free. supported show. Yep. That's yep. what's happening here. <laughs> all right. Let's move on. Uh, what, what? You got any stories for us? I do, Dan. Okay. I have a story about a uh, high school teacher, orchestra teacher. Oh yeah, in high school. Sure. Uh, over the, over there uh, in Indiana. Oh sure, yeah. Uh, I've in, heard of that state. In fact, Brownsburg, Indiana. 
Brownsburg. Wow. Uh, he taught at Brownsburg High School. Sure. Uh, he doesn't work there anymore. Oh, no. He resigned. Ah. Uh, because... Uh, he was tired of, of he was being he felt forced uh, to uh, acknowledge uh, and uh, something that he didn't want to acknowledge, right? Oh, uh, which is uh, the, the school issued a new trans uh, gender policy uh, for how teachers are to relate to students and okay, so forth and so on. How how the transgender students are are to be. Uh, supported in the schools and the the how how they may go about you know changing names and pronoun mm. usage and uh, how they opt into which bathroom they right. are going to be using the whole thing and it was very it's a it's actually a it looks like it's a good really good solid policy from the school district great um, however he was uncomfortable he says I'm being compelled to encourage students in what I believe is something. That's a dangerous lifestyle. Oh. I'm fine to teach students with other beliefs, but the fact that teachers are being compelled to speak a certain way is the scary thing. Speak a certain way. That's mm. interesting. I'm going to guess that, I th that I'm going to think that he's a ridiculous person when you tell me the way in which he's being compelled to speak well, he based on this particular... He was being forced to use their 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 new names. They're, Dan, the, the names that they real that they want to be known by. Yes. Oh, so 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 shocking. Yeah, the new names, Dan. So like, they apparently all it takes for a student to change the pronouns and their name is to have a note sent in signed by their parents, uh, and. Also, and this may be a step too far, but they also do want uh, some healthcare professional to also sign off on it. I don't know if that's too far. I don't. I, I mean, that's frankly. Does seem if to be a putting parent, a little bit of burden. I think the parent should. Be if the a one parent to says, "Hey, call my kid X. My yeah. kid's name is X." Right. Uh, fucking just call the kid X. But nonetheless, this is the policy that's in place, yeah. and apparently, students have gone through this process. And they are going by names that are different than what they went by, you know, last year. Last year. Yeah. Right. And he uh, he doesn't feel that that's something that he should do. So uh, using these new names. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you change your name? You were Susie child. last year and now you're Sam. Never. No. Not on my watch, kiddo. Right. <laughs> so they came to... The, the school district and this teacher came to a compromise. Okay. Right. Whereby he would use last names oh my for God. all the students. Oh, my God. You fucking idiot. Fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Johnson. Not you. Other Johnson. Not you. Other Johnson. <laughs> well, that goes for like, you can have three Katie's in the same That's true. room as well. But anyway, uh, then the, the school decided that that actually wasn't right either. No. And they were like, no, you're just going to have to follow our policy. Oh. So, he's, so he submits his letter of resignation. And now he's trying to backtrack on it. He's <laughs> saying, yeah, that was actually a conditional resignation. I still want my job. And it's like the fellow teachers are like, oh. no, they've posted your job, sweetheart. Oh, like, he, yeah. he literally, he was like, I'll take a stand for Jesus. And then he's like, fuck, that has real world consequences <laughs> to me. <laughs> Wait, wait, 
<laughs> I'm not. I haven't thought this all the way through. Hang on. I kind of like that paycheck thing. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of nice. Yeah, health uh, insurance. Yeah, that's good too. Yeah, guess what? Yeah. You work for the state. You can't just Dingus. do anything you want. John Kluge is his name. <laughs> well, all you're right. a Kluge. Get out of here, Kluge. Uh, I'm going to take us to uh, Egypt. This one's oh, interesting to yeah? me. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so four years ago, I don't even remember if you and I reported on this or not, uh, but the president of Egypt, Abdel Fattah el-Sisi, mm-hmm. uh, called, he basically called on, the, now the the Islam in uh-huh. Egypt is state-supported. Yes. Uh, uh, they are, it is a Muslim country. Uh, but he called on the clerics to, quote, improve the image of Islam in front of the world. Now, usually when a, uh, when a head of state says a thing like that, they're just blowing smoke. Okay. They're just saying something that sounds good or whatever. Well, they seem to have actually done a thing. Really? Four years later. Really? And it feels like a the, thing. It-, it feels like they're starting something that they don't know how that's going to end. And I think it's going to be huge. And you think this actually does improve the image of Islam? It improves it to me. Interesting. I'm excited to hear. They are uh, over the over the past three months. Uh, they've announced that women can now serve as preachers in mosques and schools, uh, and serve on governing boards and sing in choirs uh, dedicated to liturgical music. They I'm are surprised with a couple of those things they couldn't do before. Right, and it's Islam, and I go, well, yeah, okay, of course right. they couldn't, yeah. Um, I don't know. Wow. Like, apparently you need government permission to sing a church song, but, uh, you know, fine, whatever. <laughs> that was the one that stood out to me. Too. Right. But um, women are, like, not only are they allowed, yeah. they are being required. They are being pushed into mosques all over the country. Oh, wait. Islam is forcing women to do something? <laughs> it's still Islam, Dan. No, no, no. It's still Islam. No, this is Islam forcing men to allow women <laughs> oh. into the mosques and to preach in the mosques. So here's a question, because like mosques are gender uh, separated. Many are. They're not, not all? Not all of them are. Oh. No. Uh, about so, 70% of Egypt's mosques have separate prayer areas for women. Um, but now they will have... And and these women, I don't think these women will actually be preaching to men. I think oh, they'll be preaching to not. other women. That it's a little unclear, so okay. I might be wrong on that point. Don't quote me on that. They uh, don't quote me on anything. Fuck. Okay, it's starting to sound a little bit more right though. But well, <laughs> sure. Uh, but yeah, the literally like women are being put put out there. They're being trained by the state. Uh, in public speaking and in uh, and in all this stuff, and then there be and and the uh, I, it's literally the so so okay the endowments ministry which uh, which is the they give out uh, religious financial grants and appoint clergy in more than a hundred and ten thousand mosques in Egypt. What um, they are basically at the forefront. They're trying to crack down on extremism. This is all trying to, like, get rid of religious extremism, and the way that they're doing it is with women. I think that that's actually brilliant. I think it might work. I support them. 
Yeah. They've trained about 300 preachers in public wow. speaking as well as uh, interpreting the Quran and other Muslim texts. And uh, and they've they've been na- they've named two women to the governing boards of each mosque. What? So each of these mosques will have two women on their governing boards representing half of their parish, you know, half of each of these mosques theoretically half of the people being served are women. Yeah. Now they'll actually have a voice. Crazy. It, this whole mixing though of, of government and Oh, I don't approve of that at all. Totally fucking weird though. I don't approve of it in the slightest. The but if you're going to the comp- or the country is like like you know what we're going to do with religion here. Right. But you know what? If the step that they're taking is is a moderating is it yeah. actually like an important seemingly very big step? Mhm. I find that fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. And if well, they're leading, you know, they're leading a charge that could take hold all over the Middle East, all over the Islamic world. We'll have to see how it goes. I mean, they're a leader. Egypt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Yeah. I found that interesting. I found that fascinating. Well, I don't I mean, it seems like a pretty big step. Seems like it. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. All right, Dan. Yeah. Uh Dallas, Texas. I've been there. So have I. We've been there together, you and I. Oof. Actually, I like I like the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex. <laughs> it's uh a lot of freeways. <laughs> a lot of driving. Just keeps going. Yeah. Uh you, you you know this uh what's his name? Jim Jeffress. Oh yeah. Right? Sexy sexy man. I'm sorry, not Jim. Robert Jeffress. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know where Jim came from. Robert Jeffress. Aren't they all um, named Jim somewhere? <laughs> like like deep, deep, deep in their subconscious, I think uh, they're all named Jim. He's the darling of Fox News. Whenever yeah. Fox News needs a, a a pastor to talk to, yeah. they call up Robert Jeffress. Oh yeah. He's uh he's a Trumpite of mm-hmm. the of the first order. Yeah. And he's got a mega church. Yeah. He's 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 the real deal. He's wealthy, right? Is he's, what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So he, uh, he put up a billboard. Oh, he put up, uh, one billboard. What a fancy man outside of Dallas. Okay. And, uh, or somewhere in the North part of, uh, let's see. It says the, the Dallas North tollway is sure. where it was. Um, it's at the lemon Avenue exit. If you're familiar with the area and we all are part of town, we're, we're, we're all familiar. Gorgeous. I take that exit regularly. I predict a very large apartment complex is probably nearby there. Okay. And a big old shopping center. Sure. Cause that's all I remember of Dallas and churches and <laughs> churches. <laughs> anyway. Um, so the billboard got taken down. Oh no. It was deemed offensive. <laughs> wow. Guess what it said? Uh, I, I couldn't imagine. It, all it said, Dan, quite simply, is America is a Christian nation. And that got taken down? That got taken down. Uh, the uh, Dallas Morning News ran a whole thing about it, sort of denouncing it, saying that... Denouncing the billboard? or Denouncing denoun- the sentiment that's on the oh, billboard. Wow. Uh, and the mayor also got involved. Uh, one, uh, Mike Rawlings. Okay. Uh, he says, um, that 
this is not the Christ I follow, is what, is what Rawlings told the news. Which Christ is that? The one that puts up billboards? The the one that... Uh, the is, one that, uh, that tries to turn our country into a theocracy? Yeah. That one? Yeah. Okay. Mainly because his whole thing was, this is not, this is not a welcoming sentiment. This is a, not a sentiment that embraces the pluralism of this country. Yeah. Right? That's true. Right? It's so he's not. saying that people are being excluded. Right. He says, so this that, is, that's not that is not the Christ I follow. Okay. Uh, it is not the Dallas I want to be, to say things that do not unite us, but divide us. Okay. I never heard those words, that voice, come out of Christ. Just the opposite. I was brought up to believe, be proud of yours, but do not diminish mine. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. And you're sure this is Texas. That's the, <laughs> same, the same Texas that we've been to. Yeah. yeah. That's fascinating to me. Yeah. I mean, he did have a giant hat on <laughs> while saying it. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I don't, I don't know about I'm that. I'm sure he did. Um, but so uh, Bob, Bob Jeffress uh, says he, in response, he does not have the right to weigh in on this. Oh, Oh! To disparage our church and to directly or indirectly influence the billboard company. We think Mayor Rawlings has been hostile to First Baptist Dallas. That's very interesting. Here's the thing. <laughs> um, I, I think I might support the billboard on this one. Really? First Amendment sort of thing? So here's the deal. Uh, the billboard the the it was owned or is owned by Outfront Media, uh-huh. and they have a policy, very simple policy. Okay, if your if your billboard gets a lot of complaints, we, we take it down. Interesting, right? So they've had to deal with this issue uh, with Muslim groups, Scientologists, abor- abortion opponents, and abortion rights supporters. Um, they if okay. if it's offending the community, yeah. They take it down. Okay, so they would take down an atheist billboard too, like if there much, were enough complaints, which would happen the day, day of. Right, they would get enough complaints so they would now, take an atheist now, billboard down. My guess is he could put a billboard up that was just his face and come to church on Sunday, right? And nobody would, be, and nobody would have a problem with that. A, if if a bunch of people wanted to complain about it, the billboard company is going to go. But it's nothing there. It's an ad for his it's an church. an ad for the thing. It's legitimately just an ad. Right. Right? Like, okay. But this was promoting a sentiment. And if they've got a solid policy in place, and that yeah. policy was in place when, when he put up the ad, then I'm, yeah, okay, I have no problem with this. I'm glad it's down. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So that happened in Dallas. <laughs> I'm, I'm confused. Uh, you know, when when Egypt's doing interesting, good things and Dallas is doing I don't know what's happening in the world. <laughs> I don't know who to trust anymore. I know. I'm going to have to reverse you. Just I'm going to go to Texas, too. And I'm just going to I'm just going to reverse it so we, so that we can everything get, gets back to normal so that the topsy gets back to the turvy and everything's <laughs> all right. Dateline, Texas. Oh, boy. Uh, I mean, I guess this is good news for us, but it's it's a story that started back in uh, 2015. All right. Um, Texas, uh, the governor, uh, the state house of Texas likes to have pretty little nativities in there in in the state house during uh, during Christmas time. Well, it is Christmas. Yeah. Uh, so the <laughs> it is a federal holiday. Yes, it is. 
That's true. Uh, it's not right, but it's <laughs> fucking true. Um, so, of course, when you open so what they do is they open open it up to various groups. Anybody can uh, mm-hmm. theoretically apply to put in a, a holiday sentiment hmm. uh, in, in the state house. Lovely. And those assholes over at the Fufurf, the oh. Freedom from Religion Foundation, decided to put up a... a to apply for and put up a display of their own, oh. which they did. Um, it was a display that depicted uh, founding fathers, uh, Ben Franklin, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, and, oddly, the uh, the Statue of Liberty, all <laughs> sort of gathered as if, around, as if in a manger, as if it were a nativity scene. Oh, okay. Uh, and in the place of baby Jesus, on a little... Like hey thing, uh-huh. like you would have for baby Jesus is the Bill of Rights. Nice. So I mean, it's fine. It, yeah, and and it and there was sort of a, a some some words to go with the display. It's a little kooky. It's a little wacky. <laughs> and they're all like cartoon, or whatever. <gasps> anyway, it's fine. It's good. Uh, and and it just says Happy Winter Solstice. Um, there are, and it says, at this season of winter solstice, we honor reason and the Bill of Rights, adopted December 15, 1791, keep church and state separate, placed by the Freedom from Religion Foundation on behalf of its members. Nice. Uh, ex- nice, except that on December 22nd of 2015, so this was placed, uh, Governor Greg Abbott ordered the whole thing to be removed. Just the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just theirs. Just okay. the the Fufurf's little okay. display. Uh, he was offended, and he had it taken down. He wrote uh, in a letter to uh, the executive director of the state preservation board. Oh no! He wrote a whole long letter about how it deliberately mocks Christians and Christianity, and it's a spiteful message intentionally designed to belittle and offend and blah 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 blah, which. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? On what planet is there anything like it should be a right wing wet dream? It is founding fathers yeah. looking lovingly at the Bill of Rights. What are you mad about? Separation of church and state, Dan. Well, it does say ch- separation of church and state. Uh, no. Church it- and state <laughs> lovingly intertwined naked and embracing yes that's what they want that's what they want uh yeah or maybe just eliminate state and just have church is what they kind of want well it works too um so the fur filed lawsuit it's been back and forth for a long time the fur back in october of this year or of last year rather uh they got a ruling um from a district court judge a federal judge saying that they were correct uh, and that they had every right to have their display there on the Capitol, uh, that it was viewpoint discrimination mm. to take it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so that ruling came through in October, but it was kind of put on hold because there were these two stumbling blocks, which were that uh, Governor Abbott was also being sued personally um, and they're trying to figure out if that lawsuit could go forth because not just as his role as governor, but he uh, personally, uh, they claim, had an understanding of the First Amendment and was and was uh, 
therefore liable as a personal thing. I don't know the ins and outs of the legal wow, thing. Okay. Um, and also, the district court wanted to hold a trial to decide the first personal capacity claims uh, against him. So, uh, now, so the judge in the case has now decided that neither of these are uh, going to get in the way of his initial ruling. Mm-hmm. So the final ruling has is now that the Fufurf has won, and uh, all of that nice tax tax dollar uh, stuff in Texas has been wasted fighting this battle. So the tax dollars of, of Texas have gone to Fufurf. I guess that's good. Maybe yeah. that maybe that's a good thing. Some lawyers got paid uh on that front. <laughs> um Well all right. Seems to be a good racket to get into these days. Uh fighting you know, just doing fighting the good fight against uh religious encroachment in our government. They keep winning. Yeah. So they keep getting uh, you know, taxpayer money paying their legal fees. Yeah. All right. Well, I think I think we're on a, a theme here, Dan. Oh, uh, religion and state being uh, a little too too cozy. Yeah. Or, and uh, this story uh, involves some religious sentiments that are getting wrapped up in into state oh. stuff. Uh, now, just to lay out sort of what we're talking about, uh, there's been some, I would say, actually wicked. And horrible things happening at our along our southern border. Oh yes, uh, with regards to the the families of these uh, migrants who are trying to get into the country, asylum seekers, asylum seekers, many times. Uh, and uh, the thanks to the Trump administration's zero tolerance policy on immigration, uh, I think that, on I think illegal it, immigration. I think that's a zero illegal. tolerance policy on brown people. But <laughs> now I'm splitting hairs. But anyway, um, they are they've been separating the the children away from their parents, uh, right? And they're and they're, it's they're disgusting. They're treating these these children uh, quite honestly inhumanely. Yeah, it's, um, they're they're putting kids in jail. They're they're tearing children away from their mothers. In well, at least one case, literally ripping a, a child away from his mother's breast. Yeah, uh, as it was drink as it was eating. Right. Um, they the 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 the, the workers. In this, in the child's camp yeah. area, have are actually jail, jail. In, in the prison um, internment camp. Yeah, that's Why what not? it is. Um, they uh, they've been instructed not to show the kids any affection or compassion. Compassion. Right. They're not able to, aside from just the feeding that might require them to hold the child. They're not to pick up the children. They're not to hold the children. They're not to comfort the children in any way, shape, or form. It's it is beyond the pale, disgusting. It's right? inhuman. It's, it's literally uh, the opposite of how humans are evolutionarily trained. Right. It and and so, uh, Attorney General Jeff Sessions is on the hook for a lot of this. Oh yeah. Um, as the enforcer of laws in this country and the implementer of this particular and policy, the implementer of this policy. Uh, he is all over this, yeah. and uh, he is to blame uh, profusely for this. Well, his uh, church, he's Methodist. He's and, a United uh, Methodist Church member. Yep. Uh, the United Methodist Church's Council of Bishops has released a statement uh, denouncing this. Uh, there's about 600 signers uh, 
Um, that it says, to disrupt or sever family relationships is incompatible with scripture and Christian tradition. Uh, and where the church has been silent in previous generations and cultures or contributed to the separation of families, we have later understood our complicity and at best, and at our best, have engaged in acts of repentance. Um, they are, they are calling on him to, uh, to, to change, uh, his stance and to, uh, let these families get back together. Um, the, uh, let's see, where does it say, um, this also, uh, and as, as I, alluded to earlier, the way that religion has really interjected itself into this whole thing is Sessions' own uh, defense of this policy. He's called on, uh, he cited Romans 13, which I really wasn't familiar with off oh the top God. of my head. The worst scripture of all time. But it's it's really, really, really fucking bad. Um, let me just pull it up here. I mean, that's not true. There's a lot. I can't, I'm not going to give it worst <laughs> of all time. Because there's so many really good, bad scripture right. out there. But, but this this one is all about some, uh, submitting to government authority. Yeah. Right. It's really um, bad when a government official cites this particular. Like, that. Yeah. that is a huge red flag. Yeah. If a non-government official cites this, it's less scary. But when you're in a high rank in the government and you cite this. Yeah. That's some scary shit. Um, it says uh, something along... Well, I'll just read this real quick. Uh, Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted, and those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. Fuck this guy. Well, it's insane for him to cite that, because... Does that mean, I mean, basically, if he's claiming that that's referring to the laws of our land, which, right. you know, is a country that didn't even exist when that passage right. was written, right. does he also agree that the laws of Saudi Arabia are in the same category? Right. Does he also agree that the laws of Sweden and Canada are in the same category and the the subjects of those lands should act in exactly the same way that he's su- suggesting we should act, which is just blind submission and obedience to that law it's it that's madness right um yeah it, it, it it's it's really quite awful um now my understanding of the uh oh, oh go ahead oh but, but the reason that i bring that up is that in this this letter that that they've sent him right the formal uh well this this the accusation right charges sessions with violations of the denomination's book of discipline, including child abuse, immorality, racial discrimination, and for his citation of Romans 13 <laughs> to defend the policy, uh, the dissemination of doctrines contrary to the standards of the church. Wow. So yeah. they're saying you've misunderstood this. You're misusing it. Aside from the, 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 all the horrors that, you're, you, that you're, you are enacting right. against these people, which they're saying amounts to child abuse. Which is child abuse, immorality, racial discrimination. These are all things that Methodists stand against. Um, not only that, but you're in violation. You have bad doctrine. Yeah. <laughs> well, now my understanding Stop of this letter that is way. that it wasn't sent to him. 
I also looked at oh. this thing. It was sent to his pastors at his churches. So oh, the one in oh, Alabama right. and the one and the church that he attends while he's in yeah. DC. And this actually sets into motion an a, a church uh like right. court right. that they he ha- is now subject to. So uh there will there now has to be a reconciling process. Right. Um that uh will hopefully pull him back into their fold and get him to uh, renounce these these actions of his and to start a process of repentance. Right. Okay. And if the complaint is not resolved, it is possible for charges uh, to re- for these charges to result in a church trial and even expulsion. Right. Okay. This has never happened yeah. in the church's history. Yeah. He could be literally kicked out of his church for citing the, the Bible. <laughs> well, and being a douche. Yeah. Well, I mean, being obviously a child abuser, being an evil, evil man. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if it dies out uh, as this policy is reversed, uh, which it may be where I'm not I'm not but, convinced that the policy is actually being reversed, but we'll see. But the way that this is worded, this isn't just to end the policy. This is you have to repent. This is yeah. You've you, you have, have done you've committed evil sin in the world, and we are and we're calling on your pastors now. His it's probably up to his pastors. It's at his pastors' discretion whether they start this process or not. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, six hundred signatories. That's yeah. that's hard to ignore, Ugh. including clergy and lay people. Yeah, and it's really rare, apparently, that this would happen to a lay person. Yeah, exactly. Like usually, like you've if something like pre- this happens, it happens to a clergyman. Right. Because they, you know, they've done something. They well, most of the times that this has happened in recent history, it's because clergy people are uh are either performing a gay marriage, engaging in a gay marriage, or supporting a gay thing. <laughs> so I mean it's not so, like we're talking about the Unitarians here. This isn't some big liberal uh right. church that's doing this. Right. This is a very conservative church oh. that's that's cu- that's saying you conservative Jefferson Beauregard Sessions mm-hmm. are like you, you've gone too far for us, right? That's well, pretty, they're they're acknowledging intense. it as real evil, and the thing is, it's not just the Methodists who are denouncing this. Uh, evangelicals are denouncing it. The Pope has has chimed in. The on Mormons, the, issue. the Mormons, like everybody, all all faiths, yeah. are stepping in and saying. You can't do this. This is this is like subhuman. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh I'm going to I'm going to leave us off by taking us to uh Canada. This was sent in by a, an astute listener who uh who's uh, pointed out that a uh a British Columbia based Christian university um which is called wait, where is it? Uh, Trinity University in in British Columbia has been denied their accreditation for the new law school they wanted to to put together. Oh, okay. Uh, the accrediting bodies um, are are legal are, are legal bodies in Canada, and they decided new, and it's based <laughs> on a mandatory <laughs> man. If your if, if your university calls on you to make a covenant. Mm. That's scary to me. Mm-hmm. That that word now means means there's bad things afoot. Uh, <laughs> but there's a mandatory covenant. This is their equivalent of BYU's honor code, I guess. 
but it in, it it includes um, abstinence from sex outside of heterosexual marriage. Aha. Uh-huh. Meaning, because in Canada, obviously, gay marriage is, uh, has been around for longer than we've had it. Uh-huh. So they're denying... So it's not just outside of marriage. It's outside of heterosexual marriage. And that denial of LGBT, LGBTQ rights uh-huh. and, and, and acknowledgement of their, uh, their equal standing in the community has, uh, is, has been enough that these bodies have denied them their uh their accreditation so they sued okay and uh the the uh the court said nope you're they were well within their rights to do this wow Uh, they so they don't get a law school because they don't like the gays well not everybody can have a law school not everybody gets to have a law school you You can't just have one (laughs) (laughs) well good look at canada look yeah see them uh it's (laughs) I, what's funny is that the people on the other side of this issue were calling it discrimination and blah blah blah, saying it discriminates against a viewpoint that is the discriminatory. The the right, <laughs> they you're discriminating against our right to be bigots. Right. Um. But they were saying that like it denies students, Christian students, a pathway to a law degree. To which they Can't said, a "Christian student, just go get a law degree." Literally, a Christian student can go to any law school in the country. Yeah, no one's denying anybody anything. But it, when you're trying to make a, a law school that denies LGBT access, right? Uh, new, <laughs> new, you may not. Well, good for them, apparently. Well, all right, Dan. Hey, y'all, if you have anything you'd like to say to us, uh, comments, questions about these stories, please write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. It is. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Request to join. It is a closed group, Mm -hmm. but we might... But not your friend. <laughs> hey, Dan. Yes, sir. Well, um, we're going to change up our format a little bit. Yeah, it's just going to be a little different today. Uh, just uh, to to meet our own, to accommodate our lives, we must do so. <laughs> um, let's quickly uh, thank, we've got some new patrons. We do, Dan. And uh, Lord, how we love them. And uh, so we need to, to, to say some words about them. Yeah. Who, we have. Who do we got? Uh, three new patrons, Dan. Oh, lovely. Uh, two are coming in at the venerable level. Oh, bless, uh, bless them. Angela. Uh oh, Angela. Oh, we got another Angela. Angela. Okay. okay, we'll see how this this not, goes. Not Pope Angela, not not Lord and Savior Angela, but <laughs> a different Angela, the venerated uh-huh. Angela. Yes, uh, and Jessica. Okay, both are our new patrons, and then at the uh, beatified okay level, sure, uh, we have Matt. Matt, you thou art beatifica- beatified. Yeah, that's not a word. Blessed, blessed it's are blessed Matt. Blessed are all three of you, uh, our new patrons. Uh, if you would like to join them and be uh, one of the best people in the world and help make this show a thing, mm-hmm. uh, because without these people, we literally can't do it. Uh, 
please go to thankgodimatheist.com, click on the patron button, uh, and, and sign up, and then you can help us out. Uh, we should also thank our Lord and Savior, the other Angela. Angela! Angela! Uh, for all of her stuff. <laughs> I, I rely on you to do the excited, Angela. Yeah. You're great at it. Oh, well, thanks, Dan. Hey, uh, let's move to... We're going to... We're gonna. Sorry for those of you who uh, have written into us or whatever, but... We'll get to you next week. We will. Um, but you, sir, are holding a book in hand. Those I of am. us, those, those who are viewing on our YouTube channel can see yeah. that there is a lovely... Uh, what a cover. What it's, it's got. It, it is a beautiful cover, Dan. Uh, the book is called Introduction to Biology... Uh-huh. And the cover looks as though it comes out of maybe a Jehovah's Witness publication of some Oh, my kind. God. It's, the animals are playing with each other. Uh, it's and a what veritable, are the animals? What are the animals? Th- it's these a animal Garden of Eden, Dan. These animals that, all, that we see so often together. Oh, there's a parrot. Uh-huh. Uh, a giraffe. A horse. A <laughs> butterfly. A frog. Uh, there's some fish swimming around. You know those parts of the and, world where you see parrots, horses, and giraffes all I'm at the same time? I'm not sure, but I believe that's some kind of uh, great ape. Pretty sure that that's a zoo. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. the horse is is sort of, it's, it's it's rearing back. It's got its its front legs out in sort of a playful so sort of way. Majestic. Um, it's really, really, really nice. Well, anyway, uh, this is written, it says... Uh, it, it's introduction to biology by John Holtzman. You uh, now you and, you uh, you and I both like biology, but you have a your but your boyfriend, he's a PhD in biology. Is a biologist. <laughs> yeah. So, so he kind of he kind of knows his shit with this stuff. Uh, anyway, um, so we were at the Desert Industries. It's a thrift store. It's chain. a Mormon owned thrift uh, thrift store. Yeah, here in here in the Utah, <laughs> and I probably up in Idaho and yeah, elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, surrounding um, states, it, everyone has their own part of DI yeah. that they that they like to go to. Um, I love the book section. Sure, because for a dollar a book, most of them you can find um, some interesting things. You there. can find some really. You can actually find some great books. I've I have found some legitimate like awesome books there. Sure. Uh, and it's it's also always fun because they don't really vet the books. No. They don't really look at the titles. I've, I've, there have been some very subversive books that were uh, at the DI. But nonetheless, um, this one jumped out to us uh, because it is, uh, while it, it does say Introduction to Biology, uh, you know, it does have all this, it, it looks Christian. Yeah. The, 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 the cover truly, truly just looks yeah, like a weird Christian Yeah, it's just missing Adam and Eve from that in, that initial picture, and right. then, you, then you got what you need. Well, it turns out that this is a home uh, education book, for, textbook. For, for, the, for, for them, for for them Christians kids. what don't trust the, the, the schools to teach their kids good, good things. Right. So I'd like to just read a little bit. Uh, there's a, one of the front pages that says, Notes to Parents. Oh. Um, and uh, says, uh, and this is intended for young elementary. Oh, right? okay. This is for like f- second or third graders, right? Oh, really? Uh-huh. Um, about certain subjects covered in this book. Sexual reproduction. Uh, I can't even believe I saw the words in this book. I didn't even know that Christians knew those words. <laughs> uh, while writing this book, it occurred to me that the first time I ever heard about sexual reproduction was when I was taught about human sexuality during my first sex ed class in fifth grade. Okay. Why was this so? Plants reproduce sexually. 
Most animals reproduce sexually. Why did my parents, or in my case, the public school, wait to teach me the facts about sexual reproduction until they were obliged also to talk about the much more difficult subject of how God wants men and women, boys and girls, to treat each other sexually? <laughs> now, here I am, a parent. I have just finished a study about plants and animals. Uh. I didn't. That's also a good point here. He's not a biologist. Right? <laughs> um, I didn't realize plants had sperms, he says. <laughs> I had never heard that term used before in the context of plants. Hmm. Sperms, I thought. Why shouldn't we talk about the wonders of sperms and eggs, <laughs> fertilization, and all the other marvels of sexual reproduction before we have to deal with the moral issues of human relations. Oh, my God. He actually has a really good point there. I'm, yeah, I'm you on know. board, I guess. <laughs> you should be talking to your kids about sex. About sperms. The, about reproduction and the way that... Essentially, he's saying, you know, the birds and the bees. Yeah, yeah. But like most people who learned about the birds and the bees... uh he missed a lot of details. Yeah, well, I mean, he's ta <laughs> what he's talking about is the sperms and the trees, which is a, a weird thing. I was flipping through this book uh, when I was over at your house yesterday, yeah. and I found some beautiful passages that I think are uh, <laughs> lovely. Um, there's a the whole chapter heading uh, called The Evolutionary Hypothesis. Mm. Um, oh, wow. Not theory. You know, you hear, you hear these, uh, these creationists just hammering away at the idea that evolution is only a theory mm -hmm. not really talking about the fact that like how scientists science use the word uses, uses the word theory, theory right uh everyone in science accepts that evolution is a fact right um the fact the 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 notion that we all came to uh that all the creatures and plants of the earth came to their current form through evolution we all know this to be true but we can't prove it because it happened in the past so right. it has to be relegated to the notion of theory but that's fine anyway right. he's claiming it's a hypothesis but how did it happen how did what here's so so there's a sub subsection called but what if god didn't create the world <gasps> which I'll, i will now read to you some of this um while most people in Europe believed what the Bible says, there were a few <laughs> kills me, I'm sorry. There were a few who hated the idea that God had the right to tell them how to live. They knew <laughs> that if God created them, then he could hold them responsible for doing what he said. Oh, if God. he created them, then they decided to and then they decided to disobey, he would have every right to punish them. But if he didn't create them, who would complain if they disobeyed a God who didn't exist? By the way, well, I'm going to point out I the remember. punctuation on this. Oh, boy. Because it's great. Uh, the, line, the, the sentence that I just read is punctuated thusly, or the sentences, I guess. But, dot, 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 if he didn't create them, exclamation point, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> who would complain? That's, a, that's a, quite a construction you have there, buddy. Uh, he bends himself into knots, trying to explain, trying to explain that what we would call evolution, which is to say change over time within species. Uh -huh. Oh, sure. That happens. Absolutely. However, it didn't happen over millions of years. Oh, no. 
Well, there haven't been millions of years nope. over which it could have happened. Right. Yeah, it's uh, it is amazing, and the discussion questions at the ends of these things are delightful. Uh, are we going to do a quiz? Yeah, I'll do a quiz. We'll okay. do a quiz, uh, or well, it's not a quiz; it's discussion questions. Oh, let's, okay, let's okay, just, okay. Let me just. Uh, some scientists believe that the, there is good evidence that the Bible is wrong. What is that evidence? And of course, what he's presented is a series of straw men. Uh, evidences like uh so he's the, so his big straw man is that the order of fossils in like mm. from in in the strata of the different uh layers of rock mm-hmm. should like they seem to show you that it was a di- that all of these things happened at different times and so and you know over over millennia and if that's what happened you know over millions of years then that would prove the Bible wrong. Aha, but here's discussion question number two. How would you answer these scientists? Why do you believe the Bible is true despite their quote-unquote evidence that it is wrong? And then he goes into, and that's when we're meant to bring up that the real explanation for the placement of all these fossils, and he keeps talking about, and for the longest time as I was reading this, I couldn't figure out where he was coming from because he kept saying, the smaller fossils were at the bottom, and the bigger fossils were at the top, and that's what evolution and evolutionary evolutionists think that this means that I mean that we that these animals evolved from small to big, right? But what does it really mean? Isn't it how the animals settled after the great flood? The great flood. They all, <laughs> of course, the big ones floated to the top of the settlements of the sediment, and oh, the little yeah. ones were at the bottom of yeah, the yeah. Sediment. yeah. Of course, this that makes is sense. This is not at all how fossils have been found and what how they work or whatever. <laughs> but boy, it's a really, really sound sounding uh, yeah. straw man. That, yeah, no, like, that's good. I like that. Oh my gosh, he's so, a smarty. So much fun. Yeah, These guys. Uh, John Holtzman also owns the company. He's not just the pub, the writer, but he's also the publisher. Of course, he is. You know what's so funny to me is that is the the effort and the the energy that has been expended in taking real biology because as your boyfriend pointed out there is real biology after you get past the first several chapters of like now don't believe blah 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 and definitely don't believe blah 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 Mm -hmm. then they just go into biology yeah because pretty uh, yeah because the science is solid right and the, the 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 you know when skimming through surprisingly devoid of God talk. Right. For uh, the rest of the book. Because it, God has nothing to do with it. God. Be- but yeah, the first 30 pages yeah. are all about trying are trying to wedge what's going to follow uh-huh. into a Bronze Age worldview. Right. So the, the fact, I don't know, I think what's really funny about this, and you and I have been to like creationist museums together. Mm-hmm. The amount of effort put into getting that square peg into that round oh, hole. Yeah. yeah. And the, the amount of really smart brains that have been used to do this and the way that they've had to twist and turn the evidence is astounding. Yeah. I, it's, I, you know, it just goes to show what can be achieved <laughs> if you're committed to, you know, a completely worthless proposition. Right. 
It's amazing. Did you want to read anything more of this? No, I just I loved that that introduction setting yeah. up uh his surprise. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. Hang on. There's so much yeah, I mean it <laughs> it gets into like it's it, it oh, back back bends and turns and yeah. twists. Find find these books if you can, kids, because it's a lot of fun to yeah. uh to to read how the Christians want to uh want to deceive your children i don't know yeah yeah wackadoo yeah go to your local thrift store find a book find a book learn something new learn i learned a lot reading that one the other fun one that we picked up uh, it turns out that it's actually fairly legit but it's mainly just for the the cover art and the title Uh, and we 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 just had to have it uh holistic math (laughs) (laughs) as a like a person in like lotus position on it and i'm like wait what is this if you align your chakras better you'll understand ratios <laughs> you'll be able to do fractions if well you, can... you have now you're able to do the instead of it just being chakra one and chakra two there's chakra the... two-thirds <laughs> i don't know are the chakras numbered 15 i opened yeah. my 15th chakra yeah exactly i opened my, my pie chakra <laughs> Oh, that yeah, it's all good, man. When uh, when you start to inject the woo into the science, yeah, only good can come of that, <laughs> or at least entertainment. That one actually, though, was teaching math. Like when you thumb through it, you're like, oh, it's a way different approach, but it is still math. It's just yeah, it's just <laughs> math. Okay, well there you go, kids. Uh, hey, anyway. if you had a way that you were taught things that uh, doesn't line up with, yeah. That, that that has some lovely interjections. <laughs> you can write to us. Let us know about it. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yep. And you can go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. Yeah. Uh, it's a moderated uh, group. And that's what makes it awesome because the conversation stays civil. And if it doesn't stay civil, we clamp we clamp down Get like a goddamn there. bear trap is what we do. Uh, hey, speaking of them, uh, thanks to our moderators, Amy, uh, Danny, and Sarah. Thanks to Mackenzie for doing the Facebook page. And thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club and Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. Yes, and thank all of y'all for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.